May the Lord bless you all. Thank you very much for those of you who are here today. May the Lord bless you for your presence. Let's open our Bibles. Let's take our Bibles where we are, dearly beloved. As you are aware, we started our new theme on the midnight prayer, on the tabernacle, and we've been looking at different things since we started. Has anyone been following? So we've started um, with an intro, first of all, and we also looked at the vow that Hannah made on behalf of Samuel, and we also looked at signs. So the signs that Hannah asked for, the signs that Hannah said to the Lord, so to confirm the vow and the alliance that she made. Amen. May the Lord bless you all. So we're going to continue with the signs in the midnight prayer. And today, I just wanted to talk to you guys about the presence of God. Amen. The presence of God. The word of God says where two or three are gathered in his name, he will be there within their midst. Amen. So the presence of God doesn't just have to be in church. You can be outdoors. You can be at home. You can be at your workplace. You can create the presence of God. Amen. So let's open our Bibles to the first book of Samuel, chapter 1. And so the aim of the tabernacle, the new theme that we started, is just for us to understand how our origins, they lay the groundwork down for our lives. How our origins can lay a positive or negative foundation for us in our lives. Amen. And the aim of the new theme as well is for us to understand the importance of creation. Amen. The importance of the beginning of something, the importance of the foundation of something. Amen. May the Lord bless you all. So as I made you aware, today's theme is the presence of God. So we were looking at Samuel. Samuel was the son of Hannah and Elkanah. And Samuel was a big prophet. He was a big judge in Israel. And Samuel was a fruit of prayer. Amen. Samuel was a miracle child. And the Bible says to us, the earnest prayer of a righteous person, it produces wonderful and powerful results. Amen. So I just want to encourage you here today, dearly beloved. Just like Cana, if you have something that you want, if you have something that you want to achieve, do not give up. Amen. You have a goal, you have an ambition, you have a dream that you want to chase, or you aspire to become somebody, or you want to do something in life. Do not give up. Amen. Say, I will not give up. In the name of Jesus. So Samuel's birth was a miracle. And this was the fruit of Hannah's prayer. Despite the taunting, despite the shame, the disgrace that Hannah encountered from the other partner of her husband, Elkanah, Penina. We all know Penina, right? Hannah, despite all the things that Penina was doing, Hannah did not fold her arms. Hannah didn't give up. Hannah had courage. She had faith in her God. Amen. And this is what I want you to take from today's message today as well. Amen. So... Samuel grew up in Shiloh. Shiloh was basically where the tabernacle was with the priest Eli. And I just want us to read from verses 21. So from chapter 1, verses 21. This is the New King James Version I'm reading. So the Bible says, Now the man Elkanah 
and all his house went up to offer to the Lord the yearly sacrifice and his vow. But Hannah did not go up, for she said to her husband, Not until the child is weaned, then I will take him, that he may appear before the Lord and remain there forever. Amen. Say, I will appear before the Lord and I will remain there forever. Dearly beloved, this act that Hannah done was sacred. It was a dedication that she done. And Hannah was basically just showing us that she was basically giving Samuel as an offering to God so Samuel can remain in God's presence forever. Amen. And this is what we have to do also. We have to remain in God's presence forever. Amen. When you become a child of God and you give your life to Christ, dearly beloved, you're in a never-ending battle with the enemy. Amen. And the only way you can win this battle is if you remain in the presence of God. Amen. God is saying to us, remain in me and I'll remain in you. Amen. So this is your duty to make sure, as I said to you, the presence of God is important. Whether you're here at church, at home, with your friends, wherever you go, your place of study, the presence of God, you have to carry it with you. Amen. So Samuel was the one who anointed David. We all know David, right? Samuel also anointed Saul. And Samuel basically transferred what he had in him inside Saul and inside David. Amen. David killed Goliath. So we can see the level of power that Samuel was carrying. Amen. And this anointing, he was able to transfer it to others. Why? Because he was always in the presence of God. And we can see through Saul at a point, they, he done exploits before he derailed and started doing other things. David also done exploits as well when the Lord was using him. Amen. So Samuel lived in the, temp in the tabernacle with the priest Eli. Amen. And in that tabernacle, that's where the ark of God was. Amen. The ark of God was basically like God himself. God's presence. And Samuel was always with the ark of God before it got captured and taken away. Because it only got captured because Eli and his sons, they were doing things that didn't please God. And the Philistines, they were able to access and take the ark of God away. But Samuel was always with the ark of God, which was the prince of God. And I just also wanted to point out to you guys, is also, besides from him being always with the ark of God, Samuel started receiving visions and prophecies at a time when it was very, very rare. Amen. At a time where people didn't really hear from God, Samuel God was able to open his ears and open his eyes. And this was a sign already that God was with him. Amen. So the presence of God is basically God being with you. Amen. It's God assisting you. God intervening for you. God going ahead of you. Amen. And as I mentioned to you before, Hannah's act that she done, it was her basically showing us that she's giving Samuel into the presence of God. And she was basically giving Samuel to God so God can take care of him. God can teach him. 
God can nurture him. God can feed him. So God can look after him and do everything for him. Amen. And this is what we need to ask God to do for us also. God has to be our priority. We have to make ourselves God's priority also to the point where God does everything for us. It's not we just come to him last minute when we feel like things are not going right, but we give ourselves to him completely. Amen. And he does everything for us from beginning till the end. The Bible says that Samuel was in God's presence. He lived in a tabernacle for the entire of his life, his whole life. He was in the tabernacle. So he was always present in God's presence. He was never absent. Amen. And this is one thing you and I need to learn. We must not be absent in the presence of God. Amen. Being in the presence of God, it can be through prayer, meditation, fasting, praise, worship, or like as we are gathered here today, fellowshipping is the presence of God. Amen. And this is what allows us to draw closer to God. This is what allows God to draw closer to us. Amen. Are you guys with me? Let's clap for the Lord. So, Samuel being in God's presence all the time, it allowed him to build a very strong relationship with God. Amen. And this is what we need to do also. We need to build strong relationship with God. Samuel, anything that he asked God to do, God done it. Anytime Samuel needed an intervention, God done it. And this is the same level that me and you need to reach. Amen. We need to get to the point where that even if we ask God for the smallest thing or to the biggest thing, that God does it straight away. Why? Because we're always with him. Amen. We prioritize him. We remain in him. And he remains in us. Amen. So this is one thing that you guys need to um, remember. So let's open 1 Samuel 10, 15. 1 Samuel 10, 15. So Samuel's relationship with God, it was so strong to the point where God even humbled himself in front of Samuel. God, the Almighty, the God of heaven and earth, he humbled himself in front of Samuel. And he basically, he apologized. He was upset because he made Saul king. And God doing this, if you look through the Bible, God hasn't really humbled himself like this to other big prophets in the Bible. But to Samuel, he done it. He said, I'm regretful for making Saul king. And this upset Samuel. And what Samuel done was he cried out to the Lord. So they had a relationship. So he saw that his father was upset for the decision that he made. Even though God knows everything, but he was upset and Samuel, it touched him and God, and he cried out to the Lord. Amen. So this is how close they were. So I want you to also, dearly beloved, before you leave here, make it your priority or your mission or your aim to draw as close to God as much as you can. Amen. So if you was, say, maybe a hundred centimeters away daily beloved make it make that 100 go down to a five make it go down to even one amen be in god's presence remain in him so he can remain in you amen so we're going to talk about being in the presence of god and what it does and how it can help us because 
it's important. It allows us to change. Being in God's presence, it revives us. Being in God's presence restores us. Amen. Being in God's presence, it basically, it renews us. And this is one thing that we also, we, we, always, we must always strive for. Being in God's presence. You can't come to God and remain the same. Amen. He says to himself, come to me, all those of you who are heavy laden, and I shall give you rest. You can't come to him with your burden and you go away with that same burden. No. If you come, that burden, he has to take it away. So there has to be change. Amen. So, Colossians 3.10 says to us, put on your new nature and be, risk and be renewed as you learn to know your creator and become like him. God wants us to become like him. Amen. God wants each and every single one of us to have a new nature. He doesn't want us to have the old sinful nature from our origins. He doesn't want us to have the same nature as where we come from. He wants us to carry his nature. And you can see Samuel from a young child. And as he grew up, he basically became more and more and more like God. Amen. And this is what God wants for me and you. Moses didn't know how to speak. He said, I'm a clumsy speaker. He used to get tongue-tied. He used to stutter. Jeremiah said, I'm not going to be able to speak. Gideon, the same thing. He said, I'm the least in my clan. Who's going to listen to me? I'm not going to be able to speak. But God said to all of them, go, I will be with you. Amen. So his presence was with them. And Moses was able to stand in front of Pharaoh. Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, the crocodile. Moses stood in front of him and he opposed him with confidence. This is the level that me and you need to get to. Amen. And you come and you stand against your opposition. You stand against your problem and your problem obeys. Amen. And your problem listens and it obeys your command and it goes. Amen. This is what Moses, Jeremiah and Gideon were able to do just by being in God's presence. So dearly beloved, you and I, we need to reach the exact same level. Amen. We need to reach the exact same level, whether it is at home, at work, in the street, church, wherever we go, place of study, the presence of God, it has to be with you. It has to be at work. Amen. So are you guys with me? Say, I declare that God is with me. I declare that God will never leave me. Dearly beloved, God does not require perfection. Amen. He doesn't need you to have bare degrees. He doesn't need you to have um, so much experience. He doesn't need you to be well-dressed or well-spoken. God doesn't need none of that. Amen. It's just your heart. If it's available for him, he will work with you. Amen. Say, I declare in the name of Jesus, my heart from today is available for God. My heart from today is available for God. So if you see people like Moses, the Jeremiahs, the Gideons, they had supernatural encounters with God. And that made God appear more real to them. Amen. So it wasn't just words, or I've heard about God, or there's a God that works. No, he, they had encounters with God. Amen. Do you understand? Like Moses in a burning bush. 
Amen. Moses used to speak to God face to face. And these encounters, it transformed him. It changed him. This is the level that we have to reach. Amen. Say, I declare, I will reach that level in the name of Jesus. That's why they went down in the Bible as the heroes of faith. It gave them more assurance, more confidence in the person that they were speaking on behalf of. Amen. And this is what we have to do. This is the level that me and you have to reach. Amen. So, being in God's presence is an opportunity for transformation. It's an opportunity from... It's an opportunity to become like Christ. If you read the second book of Corinthians 3 verses 17, God is saying to us, now the Lord is a spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Now when you're in the presence of God and God is with you, there has to be freedom. Amen. There has to be freedom. There has to be freedom. This is God's word. Sometimes you have to remind God of his word. You said, for you are the spirit and wherever you are, there is freedom. So if you're with me, I need to see signs of freedom. Amen. I need to show, I need to be able to live like I'm free. People need to see that I am free. Amen. This is the promises that God has given to us. Verses 18 says, but we all with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory just as by the spirit of the Lord amen so being in God's presence allows you to be transformed from glory to glory to glory to glory amen so you must always remind God when you come church or even when you're praying God you said that those who are with you they're going to be transformed into your image they're going to become like you God transform me fulfill your word remind God of his words remind him of his promises that's how you catch him because he doesn't want to come out as a liar he doesn't want to come out as someone oh I said something but I didn't do it God doesn't allow that amen so you must always remind him of what he has said are you with me we need to understand that as a generation if we don't see God's power if we don't experience it there's no way we're going to have the courage to speak on his behalf. Do we understand? Do we understand? If you don't experience something, how can you talk about it? If, you, if we don't see God's power at work, how are we going to actually defend him? Say if you're, you're in front of someone who doesn't believe in God, what are you going to say to the person? If they say to you, they don't believe in God. Are you guys with me? Everyone's very quiet. Let's clap for the Lord. So what I'm trying to say to you is we have to be a generation that we are confident and we know that the power of God, we can defend it. We can defend the power of Jesus because we've experienced the power of Jesus ourselves. Amen. So if you see basically or something, or you, you feel like I haven't really experienced God's power or I haven't really seen God's signs at work or anything. Tell God to manifest his power. Tell him. 
His word says these are the miraculous signs that will follow those who believe. If you believe, you have to see his power. Amen. Because he's not going to allow you just to believe and not experience his power. Amen. I want you to understand the incredible greatness of God's power for those who believe. That incredible greatness is working in everyone who believes. Even if you're a baby, even if you're an adult, that power is working in you. And that is the power that raised Jesus from the dead. Do we understand? So that power has to be at work. You have to be able to, to, to activate it. Amen. You have to be able to call it whenever you need it. Do we understand? So being in God's presence is an opportunity to be transformed. So everyone must know what the power of God looks like. Everyone. You, me, we all need to know what the power of God looks like. We have to be the power of God. God created us in his image. Amen. So when they see you, people have to be able to see God's power in you. When people see me, people have to be able to see God's power inside of me. Amen. This is something that we must always remember. Amen. Especially when speaking to people about God. Speaking on behalf of God. Preaching. When people see you, they have to be able to see God's power at work. Do we understand? We haven't got much time. So um, I'm going to have to probably round it up here so we can take time to pray. Um, another thing I wanted to mention is we need to be able to tell people or speak on behalf of God and show them that the God that we pray to, he's the God who heals. He's the God who delivers. He's the God who's able to lift up people from the pit, from the dust. Amen. His word says, oh, come taste and see. Amen. Not just hear and assume. No. Taste and see. Not just hear and assume. We need to move ourselves from that level. Musicians, please, if you can come forward. So begin to lift up the name of Jesus where you are. Thank you for your presence. Begin to exalt the name of Jesus. Begin to glorify the name of Jesus. Begin to magnify the name of Jesus Christ. The name which is powerful, the name which can never fail. Presence is heaven to me. Oh, Worship the name of the Lord. Say your presence is heaven to me. Your 
I invite you in my life. Say, Holy Spirit, Spirit of God, Spirit of Jesus Christ, I invite you in my life. Holy Spirit, come and reign inside of me. Holy Spirit, come and take control of my soul, of my spirit, of my body. Say, Holy Spirit, manifest your power in my life in the name of Jesus. Say, Holy Spirit, manifest your power in my life in the name of Jesus. Your word says, Lord, those who are joined to you are one spirit with you. Your word says, Lord, wherever you are, there is liberty. Say, Holy Spirit, spirit of freedom, manifest your power in my life in the name of Jesus. Manifest your power in my life in the name of Jesus. Say, Holy Spirit, manifest your power in my life in the name of Jesus. Say, I declare in the name of Jesus Christ, every covenant that is established from my origin, every covenant that is established from my village that stops me from drawing closer to God, that stops me from worshipping, from praying to the living God, I declare in the name of Jesus, I renounce that covenant, I renounce that alliance, I renounce that alliance in the name of Jesus. Say I declare every divinity, every idol, every totem I have been sold to through my blood, every spirit that I have been given as an offering through my blood, every spirit of divinities, of idols, of false gods that is attached to me through my blood, I declare in the name of Jesus that connection is broken, is broken, is broken, is broken, is broken, is broken in the name of Jesus. Say every idol, every divinity, every totem, every false god that is attached to me through my blood that dominates me, through my blood that influences me, through my blood that is married to me, through my blood, I declare that blood tie is broken, 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 is broken in the name of Jesus. Say, I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. Say, I declare my redemption is secured. Say, I declare on the day of redemption, I will be saved. Say, I declare God already paid a price so I can be set free. God paid a price so I can be justified. Say, I declare that Jesus is my mediator. I declare Jesus is my mediator of the new covenant. I declare no divinity, no idol, no false god, no spirit from my origin will overpower me. In the name of Jesus, I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. 
Begin to declare where you are, that you belong to Jesus. Begin to declare where you are, that you belong to Jesus. Begin to declare where you are, that God paid a price so that you can be set free. Begin to declare where you are, in the name of Jesus Christ, that you will be saved on the day of redemption. Begin to declare where you are, in the name of Jesus Christ, that God presented Jesus as a sacrifice for your sins. Begin to declare where you are, in the name of Jesus Christ, that God presented Jesus as a sacrifice for your sins. Declare, in the name of Jesus Christ, declare dearly beloved, lift up your voice where you are, pray in the name of Jesus. Declare in the name of Jesus that you belong to Christ. Declare where you are in the name of Jesus that you belong to Christ. Lift up your voice and declare, dearly beloved, that you belong to Jesus. Lift up your voice and declare that you belong to Jesus. You belong to Jesus. You belong to Jesus. God paid the price. Say, my soul, God paid the price. God paid the price. God paid the price so I can be set free from curses. God paid the price so I can be set free from condemnation. God paid the price so that I can be set free from the law. God paid the price so that I can be set free from the prisons. God paid the price so I can be set free from the altar of my origin. God paid the price. God paid the price. God paid the price. God paid the price. Say my soul, I am free. My soul, you are free. My soul, you are free. In the name of Jesus. My soul, you are free. In the name of Jesus. Declare, my soul, you are free. Declare dearly beloved. My soul, you are free. My soul, you are free. You are free. You are free, you are free, my soul, you are free in the name of Jesus. God paid the price, God paid the price, God paid the price so that you can be set free. God paid the price so that you can remain in his presence. God paid the price so that you can remain in his presence. God paid the price so that you can have communion with him. Say, my soul, you are free in the name of Jesus. My soul, you are free. My soul, you are free. My soul, you are free. My soul, you are free in the name of Jesus. My soul, you are free. You are free in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, dearly beloved, the word of God says, Surely God's goodness and his mercy shall follow you all the days of your life. Say, I declare, in the name of Jesus, I declare, I proclaim, I prophesy, in the name of Jesus, from today, God's goodness and his mercy, it shall follow me. All the days of my life, say I declare God's miraculous signs, it shall follow me. All the days of my life, say I declare darkness will not follow me, curses will not follow me, condemnation will not follow me. Say I declare no chain will be attached to me. I declare. I belong to Christ and no one can snatch me. No one can take me away. No one can remove me from God's hands in the name of Jesus. 
begin to declare dearly beloved that you are in God's hands and no one can take you out of God's hands declare in the name of Jesus his word says that no one can snatch them out of my hands declare in the name of Jesus no alliance will reclaim you no curse can reclaim you no law from your origin no throne no altar can reclaim you to come out of God's presence declare in the name of Jesus my life is in God's hands declare in the name of Jesus my soul my destiny is in God's hands declare in the name of Jesus declare Declare in the name of Jesus, dearly beloved. Declare that nobody can take you out of God's presence. Nobody can snatch you out of God's hands. You belong to Christ. Declare, dearly beloved. Declare in the name of Jesus, his goodness and his mercy. It shall follow you everywhere you go for all the days of your life. Declare, declare, dearly beloved, his miraculous signs. It will follow you because you believe declare dearly beloved because I believe God's miraculous signs will be with me because I believe God's hands will be manifest everywhere I go because I believe I will see God's glory I'll see God's work in my hands in my life in the name of Jesus declare dearly beloved In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, say I declare from today, I will be transformed into God's glorious image. Say I declare in the name of Jesus, I have a new nature. I have a new nature. I am like God. I am like God. I walk like God. I talk like God. I live like God. In the name of Jesus, say I declare, I am transformed into his image and I am going from glory to glory to glory to glory to glory in the name of Jesus. Say I declare, the power of the sinful nature has fallen. The power of the old nature from my origin he has fallen. Say, I declare, from today, I am walking in God's light. I am walking in God's grace. I am walking in God's favor. I am walking in God's promises. In the name of Jesus, clap for the Lord where you are. Clap for the Lord, dearly beloved.